a Winter Games update. Thanks to Bridgestone. Proud partner of the Australian Olympic team. And it's time to cross to South Korea for an update on the Winter Olympics. My Sunday evening co-host Natalie Peters is there covering her fourth Olympic Games for this network and she joins me on the line. Nat, good to chat. Hi there, Taki. Last time we spoke, you were talking about minus 22 degree temperatures. How is it over there right now? Well, it's minus nine degrees, but it's just started snowing. So it's actually looking incredibly wintry here. The, the visibility has dropped and you can only just see the outline of the, the ridges of the mountain range above us here at Phoenix Park in Pyeongchang. It was quite sunny earlier, but it looks like we've got a, a bit of a snowstorm on the way in, which is, I guess, appropriate given it's the, uh, the winter Olympics. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I did hear your report in the news about how windy it is. Have events been cancelled as a result of the weather? Yeah, indeed, actually. The, the Blue Ribbon event of the Winter Olympics has been postponed due to strong winds here. The men's downhill has been moved to Thursday, basically because the high winds were making it unsafe to transport athletes up the mountain. The gondola was swinging from side to side and they couldn't actually get the athletes up there to start competition. We're talking about wind gusts of more than 70 kilometres an hour, uh, so probably nothing compared to the storms you're talking about back home. Yeah, in uh, Queensland. But, um, yeah, but for a, for a ski resort, uh, not good for the chairlifts and the gondola. And those strong winds are forecast right through until Tuesday. So they're not going to go away. Uh, we have some, some events coming up that probably will be affected, things like the moguls and the aerials, if not the competitions, then at least the training. So no doubt all eyes will be on the weather and our organisers will be hoping that it clears up just a little. And there is some breaking news. Australia's youngest Olympian, he's been forced to pull out of the Games due to injury. What's happened there? Yeah, she actually, Tess, Tess Cody, she's been forced to pull out from the whole thing after hurting her knee in official training for the women's slope style competition. Now, Tess Cody is just 17. She's the youngest member of the team here in Australia, and she's a real great athlete in the uh, in the snowboarding slope style competition and also the big air. So the slope style is the event where the snowboarders go down the hill and they jump off a whole lot of jumps and, mm. and do tricks on railings and things like that. And the big air is exactly what it sounds like. Lots of jumps and, and lots of air time. Now, Tess Cody uh, was doing her practice run. Uh, so not the, um, it was official training before the warm up. So a bit of a practice. She was on a jump, over rotated and ended up in the fence. Now, she knew something was wrong almost immediately mm. and team doctors determined that she has actually ruptured her ACL. Now, that means that not only is she out of today's competition, but she's out of the entire Games, which is just absolutely heartbreaking for her. Um, She says that she's extremely disappointed about injuring her knee before she even had the chance to compete. She said it's a very difficult time, but she's getting good support from the medical team and her teammates. And she said she's going to work hard to come back even better and even stronger in the future. But, Michael, the the interesting thing is we were just mentioning the wins and uh, my colleague um, James Willis has been down with the team box Mm. interviewing him about this terrible injury. And Ian Chesterman has told reporters that perhaps these wins had something to do with the fact that she has gone down. He Mm. has said that perhaps they shouldn't have even been training or or competing on that course and that maybe the strong wind had something to do with the fact that she over-rotated or went down. So he is openly questioning the decisions of organisers here at the game to allow the training this competition. Yeah, well, there you go. Now a few more Aussies are in action tonight. Who are they? 
Well, um, we've already had one today, our cross-country skier, Callum Watson. Just last hour, he finished 58 out of 68 starters in the skiathlon. Now, this is cross-country skiing, a 30-kilometre race. Halfway through, you have to take off your skis and swap your equipment and swap your technique. It's, uh, it's quite a gruelling uh, event, and, and Norway ended up winning gold, silver and bronze there. Tonight, we've got uh, a, an athlete in the luge, which is the face-up, feet-first sliding event. Um, Alex Velazzo is sitting in 22nd as he heads into the third heat. If he's in the top 20, he gets to go through to the final run, so fingers crossed for him. But there's no doubt the big event here in Pyeongchang tonight is the Women's Moguls, which is the bump Mm. course. And uh, Britt Cox has already qualified straight through to the finals, but we've got three other skiers who go into the repercharge, and they're going to try and make it into the top 20 to go into the finals. So we'll have to see those first round uh, qualifications, or they're actually the second round, but the first for today. And then hopefully we'll be seeing some Aussies in the medal final, which kicks off just after midnight Sydney time, just after 11 Brisbane time. Now, uh, Nat, of course, the the, the Winter Olympics is all uh, about sport, but there is also politics uh, on the sidelines of uh, these games and North Korea very much in the frame. That's for sure. It's been an amazing 48 hours when it comes to cooperation between the North and the South. We saw dignitaries from either side of the heavily fortified border sitting within metres of each other at the opening ceremony and then again at last night's hockey match between the unified Korean team and Switzerland. Now, Korea lost 8-0, but to be honest, it wasn't anything to do with the sport. This is all about politics, really, and, mm. and seeing the first ever United Olympic team take to the ice. I tell you what, cheerleaders, these North Korean cheerleaders are incredible. They've got a conductor, actually, that uses her arms to to cheer them up louder and quieter and to get them to dance and sway. It's just incredible. But yes, North Korea has held warm and candid talks with South Korea. They're the latest headlights that we're hearing. Um, But the United States is saying that there's no daylight between allies despite warmer ties between the Koreas. So um, at this stage, Mike Pence has been here and has been Mm. very uh, firm on the fact he won't talk with the North, but we're hearing that the talks between the North and the South were warm but candid. And also the South Korean president has been invited to Pyongyang. So a lot happening. It'll be very interesting to see, though, what actually happens after the games. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of concern that it's just propaganda from the For, North, for the time being. And nothing will change mm. afterwards. Mm. Nat, I've got to say, I absolutely love your passion when it comes to reporting <laughs> these things. It's fl- it's fantastic. It's fantastic. But uh, enjoy yourself there. Continue, co- continue the good work that you and James are, are doing covering these games. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. No problems. There you go. My Sunday evening co-host, Natalie Peters, reporting live there from uh, South Korea. She's in Pyongyang. Of course, she's there with uh, 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 James Willis from the Alan Jones uh, Breakfast Show. And, of course, both Nat and James are doing stuff across the network for various programs and for the news, making sure you're all across the action of the Winter Olympics.